The House Oversight Subcommittee on Economic and Consumer Policy held two hearings on leading e-cigarette manufacturer Juul's role in the youth vaping epidemic. The company's co-founder said that Juul does not want young people to be smoking its product, but teenagers, parents, and experts who spoke believe otherwise. KPFA's Clara Ingersoll has more. Just as the sleek smoking device that resembles a flash drive seems to come out of nowhere, the youth vaping epidemic has sneakily emerged as a leading health concern, with the rates of vaping rising 78% between 2017 and 2018, now with over 20% of high school students vaping. Is this a mistake? The leading vape e-cigarette producer, Jules, co-founder, James Monsies, claims that it is. Put simply, Juul Labs isn't big tobacco. We are here to eliminate its product, the cigarette. But Altria, the parent company of Marlboro, owns over one-third of Juul's shares. Stanford professor Dr. Robert Jackler, who founded Stanford's interdisciplinary research group on the impact of tobacco advertising, sees Juul's advertising as intentionally youth-oriented, like that of big tobacco. Over the first year uh, after Juul launched in June 2015, it held at least a series of 50 highly stylized parties with youth-oriented entertainment in cities across America. Thousands of young people were given free Juuls, often by attractive young girls. Juuls' initial campaign called Vaporized was designed by an advertising agency whose goal it was to create a cult-like following and they succeeded beyond their wildest dreams. Vaporize featured models in their 20s in trendy-appearing poses and exhibiting behaviors more typical of underage teens than mature adults. Now, tobacco advertisers have long known that these imageries are exactly how to target underage kids. Jackler also describes how Juul used careful data to analyze and market through Instagram, in what he calls peer-to-peer promotion using hashtags and paid celebrity influencers to promote their products. Other critics at the hearing called attention to what they call kid flavors that are available through Juul, such as mango, mint, and bubblegum, as well as bright youthful colors and designs that they see as clearly catering to young people's tastes. And there was another way that Juul was reaching youth, in schools. On April 3rd, 2017, Meredith Berkman's son, Philip, came home from school and told her about the mental health slash addiction seminar that he had attended in school that day, where his teachers had left the room and a Juul representative made a presentation on e-cigarettes, repeating that Juuls were, quote, totally safe, unquote. After the talk, Philip went up to ask the Juul representative with his friend, Caleb, who was hooked on vaping, about what he should do if he knew someone who was addicted to nicotine. The committee chair, Representative Raja Krishnamurthy, asked Philip about the interaction with the Juul representative. Since Caleb was not specific on what kind of nicotine he was addicted to, whether it was an e-cigarette or cigarettes, um, the uh, speaker thought that he was talking about cigarettes, and he said that he should um, mention Juul to his friend, and um, because that's a safer alternative than smoking cigarettes, and it would be better for the kid to use. So them. let me get this straight. He wanted you to switch to Juul. Yeah. How did the presenter demonstrate the product to you? He didn't use it, but he did take it out and show it to us. 
Okay, this is um, very uh, disturbing behavior, to say the least. Um, a person connected to Juul pulled out a Juul device to demonstrate its safety to teenagers and then lied about the product being, quote-unquote, totally safe. Philip and Caleb's moms, Meredith Berkman and Dorian Furman, then founded Parents Against Vaping E-Cigarettes, or PAVE, which has grown into a national coalition. Berkman called on Congress to take immediate action to hold the company accountable. We hope today's hearing motivates members of Congress on both sides. We all care about kids to hold Juul accountable, not only for the epidemic, but for its predatory practices and for causing harm to so many kids in this country. It is not a political issue, but a moral one. And if we don't take action now, we face an entire generation of kids addicted to nicotine who are human guinea pigs for the Juul experiment overall. San Francisco, the home of Juul, became the first city to ban e-cigarettes in June. But the company has qualified to get a ballot measure to overturn the Board of Supervisors' ban. Nationally, a federal judge recently sided with public health advocates who sued to get the FDA to re-examine the health effects of vaping products. The ruling requires companies to submit their products for review next May. For KPFA's Evening News, I'm Clara Ingersoll.